And welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host as always, Tina. How are you doing? I've been going crazy trying to figure out how I'm going to plan all the things going on in my life. But other than that, I'm doing quite well. That's how are you? Always a plus. Uh, you know, a little of this and a little of that. It's yeah. My life is always a roller coaster. Uh, I hear just, you. you know, it's like Isn't doing, life normally like that? Yeah. It's like living at Disneyland. Yeah. I um okay, so we did the polyamory um podcast. Mm-hmm. And that for me, I was really afraid of because like I said in the podcast, I kept everything very secretive. Mm-hmm. And um the one person, well, there were several, but most of the men in my life, from my brother, my dad, to my ex, to anybody I've dated, nobody listens to the podcast. <laughs> everything. Well, that's good. Um yeah, probably is. <laughs> but um <clears throat> I was, I was very worried about my, my, uh, my other mother hearing the podcast and I went to a party on Saturday and this is a week ago and I found out from her son that she listened to the episode because he told her to, which I was like, Oh my God, you threw me under a bus. But Mm -hmm. you know, my, one of my biggest fears is, is being exposed and people see (laughs) stupid shit that I've done. And it, it sparked a very good conversation between uh, me and my second mom. And uh, she was very sweet about the whole thing. And, uh, she had some questions and I answered them as truthfully as, as I could. And, um, yeah, it worked out. Okay. So I guess the moral of the story is don't be so afraid of the truth coming out. Cause it's just the truth and you just got to deal with what is. I agree. So, yeah. I, I don't pull any punches on here. So whoever listens, they I gotta just tell know you, they're getting it. Nobody really wants to know how real things could be with me. I don't think like I I do stupid shit. I'm not going to lie, but I also am pretty smart about it. And I, mm-hmm. and I, I will hold my own with what I've done. It's not like I'll just do something I don't believe in, but still there's that little kid inside that doesn't want mom to find out or doesn't want to be exposed, you know, or be wrong. And, and man, people don't like me already because of who I am and how I act and, and what I do. And I don't see myself as being wild, but I am bold and I will do whatever the hell I want to do. And, and I make no, um, excuses for my action. I'll just be like, yeah, that was me. So it's for me, I always feel like I'm under a microscope, especially doing the podcast. That's why I didn't even promote this to my family that, you know, like there's so many people that don't know. And then there's other people that I don't even know how they know just through talking. But um, so far, what I'm getting from the people that I have let in to, to listen to this is that they that they like that we're real and that I am the way I am here or uh in real life. So I'm just going to keep going with that. But man, was that, I was like, Oh no. It, it yeah. was a lot. <laughs> the, there, there were a few people who I was, um, not hesitant, just, I knew that they would know I was talking about them. So yeah. that, but you know, like I, I'm a straight shooter. I, I don't, I don't hold anything back. And, most of the people who would hear something about them, they already know pretty much everything. So right. it's just a matter of, of 
look, uh, you know, that's why we don't name names. It's just, it's easier to, to mm. get that going. Yeah. So, um, uh, before we like get always, started, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, like always, check out, check out, our, out our socials, check out our socials, <laughs> do all that fun stuff, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and, uh, go to wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, radio, pretty much everywhere that you can hear podcasts and, uh, follow. So you get the shows every Wednesday. Yeah. So this week, <laughs> we, we were we were chatting around this last week before coming up with ideas for the month of May. Um, and you brought up a really good one that I think that we probably should have done a while ago, because I think it's pretty important that the. What the having a phone in your hand has done to relationships, mm. both family and personal relationships. Mm hmm. I think that it's um, I see it more and more now when you're out and about phones have taken away any kind of closeness that families used to have about talking with each other at a table Mm. or boyfriend and girlfriend. I've seen couples that I'm not sure they're on dates, but are at least out to eat that literally are sitting across from each other on their phones. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and with families, I think it's worse, like mostly younger fam, younger kids um, where you see them. They just have a iPad standing in front of them mm-hmm. and at all times, the whole time while they're yeah. eating. It's it's bizarre. And I think both sides of it. Um, both the family side and the relationship side are two totally different evils that come with having a phone mm-hmm. in your hand all the time. See, we come from the generation of having a cell phone that was only used for talking. Well, we also come from a time where we had to sit at the table to eat dinner. We had our grandparents showing up at all, you know, at least in my world, always had grandparents around, always had aunts, uncles, cousins, um, you know, and w- another thing is we had to pick up a phone that was stuck in the kitchen on a long cord to talk to somebody. There's no way you could cheat or right. say something secretive because everybody in the house is going to hear it. You're in the main room mm-hmm. of the house. I, I remember getting off the phone with my parents so many times going, wait, where did you say you were going to go and who are you going with? And I'm like, damn, can I get some privacy? Right. You know, so we didn't have <laughs> we didn't have a way of communicating uh, a way of of having one-on-one communication in any way that that other people didn't have some sort of access to right because they were there you know and Uh, well and look cell phones are great for knowledge i i I don't want to take them totally away because if you need to know something or now with maps and and other things there's there's definitely apps that are great for society Social mm-hmm. media has has made us dumber and uh, way more likely to use that for bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm and I will tell you that it's I've done it. So I know like social media can can get you in contact with people that you haven't been in contact with for years and get you in tons of trouble. Mm-hmm. So. And then it's just a, 
you know, why are you on the phone all the time? Why are you on the phone all the time? Why are you on the phone all the time? It, it'll it'll lead to just turmoil. I went out um, and had uh, drinks and dinner, I don't know, a few weeks ago with a friend of mine and right here in town. It was her and a friend of hers. I got there and I will say, and we were there, I was there hours. I will tell you that each one of the people picked up their cell phones maybe twice. Nice. It was it was awesome. It was it was nothing but talking and it was more like how things should be. Mm-hmm. Nobody was worried about, you know, who's doing what or what's next or or texting or checking. It's like, no, our phones were on the table and like uh Two of us, me and my friend, I know have children. So that's her biggest thing is to make sure that she can get, you know, if her children are trying to get a hold of her and me the same way. If if I need my son to get a hold of me, I want him to be able to do it. And I believe the girl who was there, uh, my friend's friend also had kids. So that would be the same. But that was it. And it was nothing but conversation. But I can tell you the people around us. All of them had phones and were looking at them the whole time. Mm-hmm. So it's just a very bizarre thing. And, and maybe it's a generational thing. Um, I do believe that our generation has got caught up in all of that. Because mm-hmm. we course. were kind of the first Internet, like we mm-hmm. were the first 20 year olds to have Internet. So we're part of that. But um, it's just weird. And, and but to we see also families, had, we also had a social connection that was a staple in all of our worlds. Like we, we, we were teenagers before there were com- um, cameras in everybody's hands. Thank oh, God. Thank, we, thank we didn't have, I mean, people had to tell me how to get to their house by using landmarks. Cause I have the worst sense of direction. And, you know, I, I kind of enjoyed that. I knew what was around more than I do now. Cause now I just put, plug it into my phone. It says, turn mm-hmm. right here and 150 feet and you're good, right. you know? So I, I miss the fact that we can't do everything that we used to do without somebody getting it on video or getting mm-hmm. it in pictures or, but then I also like the fact that everywhere we go, my friends are like, let's take a picture real quick, you know, cause when, when God forbid one of us is gone, we all have pictures of mm-hmm. fun things that we did, sure. you know, but it's, so that part of it is, is good. And I like that I could connect with people that are far away. I have family in Pittsburgh that I don't ever get to see or talk to, but we communicate through social media. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that, but I can't stand going to a restaurant and my niece and my nephew are on their phone the whole time. And I'm trying to talk to them. They're not good at communicating. They don't talk like I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that. I, that I have a hard time connecting with them. I have to force them to talk to me. And trust me, I do. I'm, I'm that aunt that goes, Hey, you guys got me for about an hour. You want to spend some time? Or are you going to sit on your phones all day? Cause if you're going to sit on your phones, I'll just leave. And then they're like, okay, okay. The, okay. Right. But I shouldn't have to do that, you know, but uh, that's where we're going. I mean, we're there. Yeah. I, I mean, look, my kid, he can communicate. He's a good talker. Thank goodness. Um, but I know that being around him and his friends, 
their phone checkers um, for sure, because there's so many messages coming through. They, they communicate with so many people. Yeah. So I, I also think that that's better for our generation is that we have obviously a much smaller friend group that we communicate with a lot. These kids, I mean, they have 20, 30, 40 text message going at the same time. I, I couldn't even fathom remembering who I'm talking to. <laughs> so uh, I think it's a, it's just, it is a generational thing and, and, and they do things different. There's no doubt, but I think we have smartphones that are making us dumber. Like you I said, agree with that. maps are great, but no one remembers how to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. They um, don't have to. Most people don't even know people's phone numbers anymore. Mm-hmm. We, That's true. <laughs> and I used to know everybody's numbers. Everybody's number. Mm-hmm. So, or, uh, or everybody's number who was super important in your life. No, I, I remembered I, every number. It was yeah, crazy I, how I could do that. I can't tell you what my kid's number is. Really? I have no idea. I don't talk to my kids, so I don't know hers either. But I mean, I, I don't have to worry about it. I have it yeah. as a favorite. I just press a button and it calls him or mm-hmm. presses a button and it goes to our text stream. So so the important people in our life, we really don't know their phone numbers anymore because it's making us not have to remember. So, right. again, smartphones do make us a tad dumber because we don't have to think anymore. Not um, only that, but I think for kids, they don't have to interact anymore. They don't mm-hmm. have to interact in person. They're great on a computer. They will text all day long to whomever they're talking to, but they don't. My nephew, a prime example, he is on his phone all the time. He's got a girlfriend. She takes up a lot of time and um, they're constantly going back and forth on their phone. I can't get him to talk to me. I can't get him to get up and come to the dinner table when it's time to eat. Like it's, it's hard. And I, and I always tell him, put your phone down and talk to me. Like, Mm -hmm. let's get together. I want to know more about you. And it's so hard. And my brother allows it, you know, he's a teenager. My brother's not going to say too much. He's 17, but they, he doesn't know how to interact Our family is a bunch of huggers and kissers. And, and I always say they give me their head. Like they just put their head into my shoulder and, and I'm supposed to hug them sort of, cause they don't get close enough. And and that's their way of saying hi. And I'm like, you can't even hug me. Come on now. But I see that kids are like that all the way around. Like it's very hard for kids to open up and be able to connect with their people because they don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. Uh I agree with that. I think it's a weird thing. Um, my kid is a little different uh, for a lot of different reasons, but like he grew up in a wrestling locker room. Mm-hmm. So wrestlers shake hands and hug each other. So like my right. kid has been doing that for years. So he kind of continued that trend with his friends when we lived in Camarillo. So when he sees them now, he, he like shakes hands with them and brings them in and like they all hug each other and, and and I do the same. And it's funny, my friend who lives here down the street, her son is a big human being. He's a very large. <laughs> he'll be he'll be 21. So he's almost a man or is a man. He's very quiet. Um, he talks with my kid when we're together. I make him try to talk. He's a, and he's a good kid. And he really is. He he has had some issues 
but thankfully he's cleared all those up and he's kind of going in a, in a, in a right direction. But it, you're right. The communication skills are so odd um, because his mom is, can communicate. She's a little quiet at some times, but can generally talk. So it, but when, but when the kids get together, they talk. So it's kind of this weird thing where like communicating with adults is just a whole other issue as well. And mostly with that generation, because, you know, they're used to being on a typewriter and Mm -hmm. texting. So when I text my friend's kid, he's all up for, he'll text me back and tell me what's going on. Um, I did have him call me the other day because I want, he was going through uh, to go do something. And I said, Hey, when you find out the news, you know, give me a call back. So, and he called me, you know, gave me the news and everything. So I just hope that this generation understands that they're limiting themselves to having very good communication skills. And human contact, Mm -hmm. human contact. Like I don't understand why all these kids, this is what I hear now. Oh, that's my friend. Well, yeah, I never met your friend. Where's, where do they live? Like, let's go, we'll go to the movies with them. Oh, they live in another state. They're not your friend. You never met them. You don't have any, you're just talking to some crazy person on the other line. You don't even know who they are. They're a colleague. There's something, I don't even know what you would call it, but I think about that all the time going, you don't even know who you're talking to. I mean, yes and no. I I think with, with video games, a lot of these kids have cameras, headphones. They talk to each other every day. I'll go into my kid's room and there's a thing called discord, which is kind of like a, um, think of a modern chat room is what, is what I think it is. Is is the best way of explaining it. But in some of these, they have cameras and they're what they're hanging out with each other. He he'll have like five to eight cameras with people that are talking with him all the time. And he sees them and talks to them just like we do when we do the show. So I, you're right. I don't think that they're friends on the level that we had friends because mm-hmm. we had friends that we would go out and you know, hit the pavement with and skateboard with or TP houses and yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever, (laughs) whatever nonsense we were doing, we didn't have a phone strapped to us to make us. We had to get on our bikes, ride down to Mm -hmm. wherever our friends lived or get on our skateboards or, you know, we would show up. My brother's friends would show up so stinking early because if you didn't get in early, like you may not see anybody all day. You know what I mean? It was, we were all gone. Well, because yeah. Cause once you left, there was no calling. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or you get a busy signal and it, uh, oh, mm, mm, and yeah. for hours, like who in the hell's on the phone for hours yep. that we can't get through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and again, these are the, that's the double-edged sword of what a cell phone is now. Mm-hmm. I, I, look, they're, they're definitely great for um, getting a message to somebody quickly when you really need to. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing thing. The text message has definitely changed how we do things, you know, and that was a government thing. Did you know that the text message was well before it came out on, on a modern uh, cell phone for us in the public, the government had been doing it for years. Hmm. Yeah. So didn't know that. Yeah. And that, and it obviously they, they found a way to have a network that would do it, but 
So I like that part about it. If I want to text my friend down the street, I can text her. If I want to text you and say, hey, we're do- this is what I want to do for the show. It's instantaneous. And we check in all the time. Yeah. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Right. And, and it's great because we might come up with some oddball idea mm-hmm. and we can throw it into our into our phone notes because that's another thing that is great. So you're right. Like cameras are are amazing because you can catch something that, you know, you might not have been able to before. But here's the flip side of that as well. You know, go to a concert now. And how many people are holding up their cell phone instead of watching the show? Yeah, I'm sick of that because then I can't see around them because they all Mm -hmm. got their hands up with their cell phones. Yeah, I don't I don't. And who wants to hear the song or hear the band in that quality? That's I'm like, why are you doing that? Like, take your pictures, do what you got to do. But listen to the music. Don't try to record it. I just think you're you're missing the point of a live show. Mm-hmm. The whole point of a live show is that you were there watching mm-hmm. and interacting with the band or whatever. And, and look, you know, maybe that's just the old fogey in me. And I'm like, you know, but I, I just think that we're, we're missing out on things by trying to catch the things we think we're missing out on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what drives me crazy? <laughs> um, <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago, I had a client bring her, her son in. And her mm-hmm. son's about a year, year and a couple months old. I don't know. And she brought in the iPad with him. Like, he's not even talking really yet. And he was on that iPad almost the whole time that I was doing her hair. She's got a two and a half hour appointment. And that's that's conservative. Mm-hmm. And and she just sits him in there and thinks that he's going to be OK for two and a half hours. Like she'll give him some snacks, which are crappy. Like she the people don't feed their kids good snacks anymore that that I've seen lately. And I know they do, but I'm just saying what I've sure. seen lately, giving a kid a bag of Cheetos and his tablet so that mm-hmm. he could watch whatever he wants. It drove me crazy. So every time I wasn't doing her hair, I picked him up and I was talking to him and playing with him and rough housing and, and doing everything. And she said, well, don't do that. Cause he won't want to get back in his stroller. I'm like, that's the point. Right. You don't want this kid to want to be alone. You want him to be with people. You want him to, to socialize. And I took him outside. I did all kinds of things with him. She said, I, she said, I spoiled the hell out of him, but, and I didn't, I interacted with him, which is what you're supposed to do. Like read to your child, talk to your child, sing. There's even commercials about it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Why do you think that it's okay for this electronic device to do all that? That's your, that's your greatest gift. You're, you're losing by not being a part of your child at that age too. It's insane that people do that. Well, it's the electric babysitter. I hate it. I hate it because I'm the one that likes to play games and Mm -hmm. act foolish and and hang out. And, you know, I don't know when when kids are around, I find myself on the floor with them, you know, doing wrestling and and being, you know, the human contact that kids need. That's like one of my specialties. I love when you get like a little kid that's a little pain in the ass and it's because he's craving attention, you know, so you run them, you play with them, you, you do whatever you got to do. But at the end, like you've got a good kid cause he'll listen to you and respect you. And he wants to do whatever it is you're doing. So you have all the control you need, but I don't think people really think that anymore. No. Well, because it's much easier to hand him a phone. But it's not or, any more fun. 
No, it, well, it's not, but it's it's no it's no difference than us sitting at a table and everyone's on their phones. You know, you my know, friends, they're not big on that, though. I mean, even no, but, when you and I get together, well, we may pick up our phone once, check it real quick, put it down, and then we're talking. Sure. I kind of did that, that with all my friends. But I think I, I do as well. I, I don't need to be on my phone. My phone is, if I'm with people, it's a way to um, get in contact with people for whatever reason is necessary at the time. But, you know, I mean, I see people, again, couples that are out to dinner, sitting across from each other on their phone. Like and they doing, look miserable. Yeah, doing things on their phone, mm -hmm. like either on a game or checking social media or it's like. No, I, I can't do that. I need attention. I want if I'm there, I you better be attentive and vice versa. If I'm not being attentive, say something. Let's not let's not dehumanize each other anymore because mm -hmm. that's what the cell phone is doing. And it's doing it to um, relationships, families. It's even weirder because like, you, you know, we talked about it before where young kids don't know their grandparents yeah, because when grandpa and grandma come over to visit their children, the grandchildren are just in the corner on their phone. I had to, and look, my son was just as guilty. Like I tell him, like, get off your phone, like, mm -hmm. you know, communicate because your grandparents won't be here very long. At some point, they're going to be gone. So you have to you have to be in the conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to help along the way when. You're out on a date and you have to be in the conversation. You can't be on your phone if you're going on a date. To me, that would be the as I will check out. I'll be like, OK, well, let's finish eating so I can go home. Because if you're not talking with me, uh, it's going to be bad. I'm, I'm just too yeah. talkative now. And I've always been a talker. I force people to talk to me anyway. So I'm like, please put your phones down. <laughs> yeah, I want to know you, not whatever is going on in your phone. I don't, I, I want to know you, you know, let's, let's shoot the shit. Let's have some fun. Mm -hmm. Let's say, I don't care if you say inappropriate things the whole time. I don't care. I'm as a matter of fact, I prefer it. So yeah, me too. You know, if you got a dirty joke, I want to hear it. If you've got like, you know, something going on in your life, I want to know about it. If you're having problems, tell me. Right. There, there never needs to be a reason why we shouldn't open up to people that we're close to. And it's I, even with my niece and nephew, my dad says all the time, he goes, I just want to love my kids and my grandkids. And it's so hard to get them to talk to me. It's so hard to get any emotion or any, um, any affection out of them. He goes, you guys were not like that. And I said, yeah, but we were also taught when you walk into a house, you got to hug and kiss everybody. So start on whichever side, go clear around the room, say hi to everybody. And then mm -hmm. you could do whatever the hell you wanted. You could go outside and play with your cousins. You could go in the room, play your video games, do whatever you got to do, but you have to say hello. And then another goodbye. We called it the Garcia goodbye because it took like an hour to get through everybody. Cause we don't have a small family <laughs> and you know, and then sometimes the only time that you're talking to somebody is when you're saying hello or goodbye. So mm -hmm. that could take forever. Right. But you know what the thing is, is because of that, now that my mom's gone, I'm the one that everybody calls for everything. So it worked, you know, because I am close to people. 
they call me, they talk to me, they, they interact with me and I force the kids. So the kids now do it with me too, as much as, as I make them, but I still, I'm like, no, we're not doing this. Get up and give me a hug. Like this, what if this is the last time I ever get to hug you? What if I mm-hmm. get in a car accident and I'm not here anymore? Well, same thing with you, you know, like, don't you want the last thing to be something good mm-hmm. and to know that you're loved? I, For sure. I tell my clients, I tell my friends, I tell people all the time because it really is bothering me. And, and I would say in the beginning when, when I had my daughter and, and phones got to the point where they were, you know, where we were on our, our text messages and everything all the time, I, I was even guilty of doing this at times, but I also spent a lot of time with my kid. I put her on the counter and made her t- read to me every night, you know, while I was mm-hmm. making dinner, I played games with the kids. I played games with the kids till they play them just like me. We did it so much. So I, I, I get how easy it is to, um, let something else do the the work so that you could get what you need to get done. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, it's not work. You're missing opportunities to be close. Sure. Yeah. And, and I think that's the same along the bend of, of any time you're on your phone. Like I said, mm-hmm. if you're with your friends out, you know, you, you, the last thing you should do is be on your phone. The last thing, I mean, I love the idea of stacking the phones on the table. Mm-hmm. We're here to talk. We're here to communicate. We're here to see each other. Um, and it's no different than if you're in the same living room. If you're in the same living room with your mate and you're both on a phone and sitting far away from each other, there's a huge problem. Huge problem <laughs> to me that you should, that should be the last thing you should ever do. Like, and I mean the very, very last, you should be both napping on the couch <laughs> away from each other, you know, before you are on a phone with each other. Cause it, it just leads to nonsense and it leads to bad things happening. Mm-hmm. And the, the very small thing of communication, you know, um, you know, look, we, we mostly all sleep with a phone at our bedside because most of us use it for an alarm. But if you're use getting it for everything, but if you're <laughs> getting in bed together and you guys are on your phones issue, that is there is a massive red flag being waved. And you should understand that. If you're the one on the phone, you're just as bad. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't even care if it's not doing anything bad or, you know, malicious, like talking with people you're not supposed to. If you're just on your phone, you should. That's a bad thing. It's like I learned. Uh, I forgot what I was watching, but they talked about not having a TV in your bedroom. If you're. Yeah, we mates. didn't have one in our bedroom. You should never have one. The TV should be for the living room. And when you go to bed, it should be about being together. And I, I think it's a great idea. And I understand why people have them. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it if you are consistent. So you turn it on in the morning to watch the news and that's it. If you're going to watch a show, you watch in the living room and you go in your room and you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And or the same sex. goes for. Yeah. Or. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's just Get say close. it's it, like, Yeah. Let's just say it's a sleeping thing. You're both tired. Mm -hmm. It should be about being intimate with each other 
without having anything else around to get you out of that. And and that's why you shouldn't have a TV in your room. So I don't have a TV in my room now. <laughs> and, and I live alone. I just yeah. thought, don't get used to that babysitter for myself. So, and, and I do my best now when I go to sleep and I go to sleep early because I get up super early in the morning. I walk in, I do whatever I need to do, brush my teeth, check my phone. The last thing I, I turn, if you haven't ever done it, I put on brown noise, which is amazing. Um, I go to a YouTube, there's a YouTube channel for brown noise. I turn that bitch up and out I go. I try not to lay in bed and, and be on my phone because it, it can't, it doesn't help you. So it's no different if you're doing it alone or if you're with friends or with family. We, we need to find a way to stop this before it ruins society outright. And, and I wish I had an answer for how to do it because it's an electric leash, right? It, we all have them now, whether you're 11 or you're 70. Mm-hmm. Everyone has one of these things in their hands. So I don't know. I just think that from a family standpoint, please stop using them as babysitters. I understand why you do it because it definitely you have a kid who's crying or crazy. It's much easier to throw an iPad in front of them to calm them down. But I think you're just hurting yourself because they're always it's a pacifier. They're always going to want the pacifier. And then they don't really want you. Yeah, because you know what I mean? You're not as like, I don't I don't need this. Just give me my game and I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Leave me alone. And then everybody got to take it away from them. Oh, right. Oh, dude, I've seen some crazy, crazy monster fits Mm -hmm. and just like, oh, so, you know, thankfully, I mean, my kid, we we didn't have iPads. Um, He ended up getting my phone for some things, but I would take it away. And he was pretty good. He has his own phone and he's had it for a long time. And and he'll he'll be on it when we're in the living room together. But if we're watching something, I try to tell him, like, look, you know, if you don't want to be out here, I thought, you know, he'll want to watch something with me. Uh, are you watching you on your phone? I'll call him out. And I Even think that, now. Oh, yeah. Mostly if it was something he wanted to watch, like we'll mm. watch like anime together. He'll come out and go, hey, you want to watch the show? It's on today. Yeah, cool. And and I'll see I'll hear him in the corner. I'm like, dude, I thought you wanted to watch this. Like, make up your mind. Because if you don't, we'll go back and do it another time. Mm-hmm. So if he if I'm watching something, he's in the corner. I won't say anything. That's on him. But if it was something that we wanted to do together, like this is the, the part that when people do things together, that's the whole point. And and again, that's where it kind of leads back to like dating or or being in a couple and, and being on your phone in front of each other. To me, that's just a tell sign that you're not right for each other. You should be mm-hmm. able to communicate and put your phone down. The only time you should bring your phone up is to like, hey, did you see this? And you can show somebody or this is what happened today and then put it right back down and continue that conversation. Mm-hmm. A phone can be a, a set piece where you're bringing it in to say, hey, this is what I saw. This is what the picture was. And then put it back down and continue. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when I went, like I said, when I went to dinner the uh, not too long ago, 
my friend was showing me pictures of grandchildren. Showed me, boop, 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 put it down. And the rest of the conversation we had was conversation. So it's important. And mostly going forward, when, because since we're, you know, in the dating market, you know, that those are things that I look at now that to me are just big flags. Don't, I don't want to sit at a table and watch you on your phone. I could be at home. <laughs> it's, is easier for me mm-hmm. or if this isn't going right it's okay to say i gotta go if you're not interested awesome there's nut up or shut up like you gotta either get out or not don't don't hang out here because you think you have to um and and then on the flip side if you're in a relationship or a marriage for fuck's sake don't be on your phone all the time whether right. it's at home <laughs> or in a restaurant or when you're out with your friends, uh, it's, it's the kiss of death. It's nothing but problems and will drive a huge stake in between your partner and yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't even watch TV anymore. I don't know. I didn't, I, I used to like to watch TV in my bedroom. Like growing up, we all had TVs. Like all four of us had TVs in different rooms and we would all sit in there and be alone and do whatever we did. But we always interacted. Our our house was super busy. And then when I got with my ex, he was like, no TVs in the room. I'm like, what? How do you even, how do you survive that? And, and we didn't have one for, well, I think we got one the last couple years of, of our marriage in the in the room. And then it just never got turned on unless it was during the day when he was gone and I was folding clothes, I might turn on something Mm -hmm. to watch. And, uh, and that was it. And so then when I moved in with my dad, because we were getting divorced, it was during COVID and everything on, on the news was gloom and doom. So I completely quit watching TV. Mm-hmm. I will at night if I'm by myself or if my cousin comes over and we're, we're, we're looking at a, a show together, we're watching it together. I'll turn it on then. But for the most part, now when I, I have a TV in my bedroom, cause I, I live with my dad and I turn it on and I don't even get to the part where I pick what I'm going to watch and I fall asleep. I just don't have any desire to, mm-hmm. to even look at anything. I think, cause we're so, there's so much during the day I have to answer text messages, uh, um, phone calls for work and, and, you know, then there's everybody I know, and then there's family obligations and, and my phone is on all the time. So by the time the end of the day comes, I'm like, I just want to read, I'm going to put this down. I'm going to, I'll turn on the music on it and sure. then I'll read, I'll read my book until, you know, I'm done. And then I go to sleep. It's, it's crazy how I've, I've changed that. Cause I, I would say I used to be so involved. Like I remember what the day MTV came, came on, like I was watching TV. We were watching that. Mm-hmm. We had snacks. We were all together. The friends were all together. We watched that together. And it was cool because we, we communicated the whole time. Oh, did you see that? Oh, let's, you know, we had so much to say, but now when we watch TV together, so that there's none of that going on, there's no interaction. Everybody's just quiet and they'll be on their phone, do whatever. And it's just quiet time where you're allowed to have free time. And I, I don't like that. Right. I liked it better when we were interacting and I'm glad that I put everything down. Like the social media gets put down the, 
the the outside activities. And I always tell people, if you want more attention than you're getting from me on the phone, let's go to lunch. Let's let's go hang out. out. Mm -hmm. But don't get pissed off at me because I don't want to be on my phone all day. Right. And I'm on it a lot. So it's just so much interaction. There's Mm -hmm. so much interaction. So and again, whether you're again at work, like for me, I can I can be on my phone, but my phone rings all day at work. Mm -hmm. So I'm always answering the phone. So it's kind of in between. And there's just so much things like I watch TV and I obviously I like I watch sports. I watch hockey. So I can sit for three hours and watch hockey game. But most of the time I'll watch whatever the show is I'm watching and then just kind of sit in the background. Mm -hmm. Um, there, there is something about shutting off. I think when it comes to sleep, like social media has, has fucked up people's sleeping pattern Mm -hmm. because you're looking at this screen. And if you're not changing the blue light setting to where it gets kind of Brown at, at a certain hour, um, that blue light is horrible for us. And, uh, as humans to take in all this blue light and go to sleep. Well, it wakes you up. Because yeah, it's your it, body to yeah to, to actually wake up, wake up. <clears throat> mm-hmm. so when we're doing this you know we're we're fucking that part up so you're not sleeping well you're not talking with people anymore you're not communicating with the family that's in the same house you're not com- uh not talking to your mate that's on the same couch what what are we doing we're we're slowly or now fastly um changing alienating ourselves from yeah changing how we do things as human beings mm-hmm. so um i don't i don't know um i think that there's a way to curve it um if you're getting into a relationship you, i think there has to be a boundary and it should be talked about it's it's no different than talking about your um political beliefs or religious beliefs or whatever these things are that you end up talking about um phone should be part of that it should be like look i understand that we have phones but when we're together we need to find a way to be together (laughs) don't disappear into a phone because if you just appear into a phone and with social media the way it is you're looking it's too easy to escape to someone else on social media um so you get wound up in that from the family standpoint it's just rules of the house. I think you, mm-hmm. as a parent, need to go, this is how much time you get on that iPad. You don't, you know, you turn in your phone at the end of the day. No one wants to do that shit because you think it's causing problems or rifts between you and your children. That's just the way it is. I, I have a friend of mine who has three kids in the house and she has them locked down. They turn in their iPad. Every day. And when, and it's timed when they get on, you have an hour. She takes that shit away after an hour because she wants them to interact as kids. Like go be a kid. Mm -hmm. I mean, they play outside like they, so like to me, that's good. It's okay to do that. You're, you're not alienating your kid from being part of society part, you know, because I've heard that part too. Oh, I, you know, I need my phone so I can talk to my friends. Nope. That's not how it works. Yeah. Tell your friends to come over. Yeah. Tell your, like, tell your friends to come over. Like, 
let's go get in the pool together. Let's go, you know, see a movie together. Mm -hmm. Let's do something. Mm -hmm. And and I think it can be done. Um, We're we're in a weird spot uh, for sure because phones aren't going away. Mm-hmm. They're just they're going to be in more hands and more hands and more hands. Unfortunately, I think it's going to really, really hurt society. Um, I there's think it a really has. there's a really good um, documentary on Netflix about social media. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's uh, amazing. Um, I'm going to try to to get the it's called the social dilemma. If you have not seen it, you must. I probably My, won't, but you should. Yeah, I think it, it'll be good for the show. It, it'll be good for commentary because I think once you see it, you're going to go, holy shit. They, they're working us like they they have programmers on it that talk about how they, they it does certain things to keep you on longer. It the the algorithms are meant for you to stay on as long as you can. You're kidding. Um, no, my friend down the street told me to watch it and I was pardon the word flabbergasted. Like it was like a punch in the dick. You're just like, oh shit, we're we getting worked. That it's it's meant to keep us on, it's meant to make us angry, it's meant to do certain things. And these are from people who worked for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. These are people who are programmers. It's a great, great um documentary on how evil social media is. And your kids should watch it. Your grandkids should watch it. Your nieces and nephews should all watch to see that they're just getting played. Like, and and we all, I mean, and so are adults. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we're all being played. It's it's a very scary, scary thing. Check it out on Netflix. It's called The Social Dilemma. Because mm. I think you'll see that they want us to have a phone in our hand. Because that's how most of us get the news now, which is a whole other scary part. We and don't there's even have to so walk. much advertisement on it, which oh, yeah. oh, in the yeah. beginning there wasn't as much. No, and now it's like, I don't want to see this shit. I keep blocking it. I block all of it. Like yeah, that's all why it's did about you want to block now. it? I don't want it. Yeah, that's all it's about now. It's mm-hmm. it's all about m- making money. Mm-hmm. And and the the longer they keep you on, the more apt you are to buy something or see something. So it, you know what it, I, and, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, go ahead. No, keep going. You know what I'm having a problem with is people put on live videos and they'll tag me in them. And I feel like I don't want to be a voyeur. I don't want to like, you know what I mean? I don't know how to act. Am I supposed to say something? Am I just supposed to watch? Like, I don't want everybody seeing our conversation. If I say mm-hmm. something to you, like, Oh, I, you know, I, you're driving home from work. You know, if I say that, like, then somebody knows that I've talked to the person that I'm talking to. I may know more than they do. And the jealousy factor with women is crazy. It, I find that I have a hard time with that. I'm like, mm-hmm. I look and then I get off and then I'll just text them. Like, I don't know how to act. So right. I got off the, the live shit, but I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> it does probably, yeah, I don't it, know it, how to deal with it is because it, it's not, it's foreign to me. I don't know how to act. Yeah. Well, because it's really not normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the standpoint of how we look at life. Yeah. That's why I was saying in that live video to me, like if there's music on, what is that? 
right. song is is it supposed to mean anything? Or are you just sharing a song? Like set me up so I know what I'm supposed to be thinking. Right. Well, like I said, I think that it's um, we live in such a weird world now that mm-hmm. social media has just fucked us all up. It's like I told I've said it a bazillion times. It's the greatest worst thing ever and the worst greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's brought people into our lives that that um, we wouldn't have got back together with them. And maybe so, should not have. I mean, you know, yes there's no. a reason that we I, don't see people, you know, after we yeah. quit talking to them. I mean, I think a lot of things has to do with distance, mm-hmm. you know, um, but it's so there's good and bad in everything. It's like, mm-hmm. look, they bring back people or people fade away. People you'll post something and then people that you thought your friends will just disappear. Mm-hmm. So, it, like I said, it's it's a good and bad thing, but uh, I think going forward in the world, we have to understand that the phones need to be um, slowed down from a personal standpoint. We have to find a way to put them down as much as we can to keep social relationships together, to keep marriages together and to keep families together. Mm-hmm. Um try to find a way to uh i mean pardon the e- easy one to say is just put the phone down we we have to do this as a society because there is a social dilemma and the social dilemma is we're becoming so padlocked to something that's in our pocket that we don't know how to not take it out when we're bored so I don't know. My my thing is just that put it away, find a way not to do it. Whether you're drawing, reading, uh, outside walking, you know, find a way to not be on those type of things. And, and when you're with people, be with them. Mm -hmm. It's pretty simple. Um, I enjoy that. I enjoy putting a phone down and having a conversation with another human. There's, Nothing better than that. I mean, you can FaceTime all you want, but there's nothing better than looking in the the person's eyes when you're talking to them. That's very true. But the FaceTime, like my friends in El Paso, when they call me and they're on FaceTime, I feel like I'm there. So in that, in that situation, I love it. But if it's somebody Mm -hmm. that's right down the street, just, just come over. I don't care if you're in your pajamas, come Mm -hmm. over, come hang with me. Yeah. For people that are far, far away. Yes. Mm -hmm. FaceTime is amazing. It is. It's it's the one way that you don't have to get on an airplane to see somebody. Mm-hmm. But if they are close and to me, close is two hours. Like if you can drive to see someone and and have a dinner or have a breakfast and do it and sit across the table and communicate with them, do it every single time. I because agree. those times are are um, they're priceless. So and you don't get them back, that's for sure. Nope. And you don't get time in your own house back either. So Mm -hmm. if you're in a relationship and these people are on their phone in bed or they're on their phone here or they're doing this, stop. It's, it's going to be the the death of your relationship and the trust issue in, in society now is already shitty. (laughs) You want to make it worse be on your phone all the time. I agree. Can't, can't. All right. Well, we have, uh, done our due diligence on why you shouldn't have a fucking phone out when you're around people. 
You almost went a whole a whole episode without saying that word. I know. And I, here you go. I It'll know, probably I, come out three more times before we're done. Nah, no. Nah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best and not say the F word before we get off. So nice. But um yeah, it's uh it's a uh, opinion show, so don't get it twisted. Make sure you come back every Wednesday. Check out those cool social medias that we talked about earlier. Listen to us on all the platforms. Share this show. Send it Please. to everyone you know and say, yes. at least listen to this and see if you like it. And if you do, follow us. We're on every Wednesday. Anything else you got to say there, Tina? We're almost at our 100th episode. I know. We're, we're inching towards that. I think it's yeah. sometime in June. Sometime yeah. in June. Uh, we'll have to come up with a cool thing to talk about. Who on knew our... we'd be doing this over a year and a hundred episodes? Like uh, it's it's insane. Yeah, I think we're on like ninety one. Yeah, when people right say how's your podcast, I'm like, we're almost to a hundred episodes. They're like, you haven't been doing that that long. I'm like, but yeah. we have, we, but we have. have. I know it's yeah. crazy. I listened to a couple episodes too, by the way, as I was good. driving, and uh, and I think we've gotten way better. I hadn't listened in so long <laughs> since like the beginning. And I was like, oh, we're, we're, we're in the groove now. Where we, we are this. in the groove. Yeah. Yes. So uh, our, this episode is 93. 93. So. All right. Well, until next week, I am Rob. Oh, for my co-host, Tina, as always, we'll see you in a week. <laughs> Bye, Tina. Bye. Bye.